0: Hello.
1: Hey, can you hear me?
0: Uh, yeah, now I can. Okay. Um, how long were you trying to get a hold of me?
1: Uh, just a few seconds.
0: Oh, okay. All right. Um, oh, uh, because usually, like, a, uh, you. me you one know, second. Yep. um because usually like uh i'm waiting like a couple minutes at the beginning yeah. and uh so this time i was like all right i'm waiting and then uh just now like i realized my headphones were plugged in to my uh to my phone still and i like heard something but <laughs> i couldn't tell if it was like static
1: <laughs> or me
0: <laughs> or you <laughs> yeah. um so yeah i um and then i i, I realized I was like it sounds like he's saying hey Josh but it also sounded like uh like static like I don't know and then I uh I realized that I had the the headphones plugged in still yeah so I wasn't sure if you were just sitting there for like five minutes like (laughs) hey Josh I was like oh shit (laughs) 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 hey Josh hey Josh (laughs)
1: yeah no just uh yeah usually um you know send you the thing and then I might have a you know something to do real quick and then I uh you know then i come back yeah. so right that's what um, i figured yeah yeah but so, uh we're good we're recording and i believe the 40 minute ti- timer is not a thing anymore Oh, okay um, which is good i don't i don't know why that happened last week um but it appears to be gone so Well, that's good it is good
0: that was kind of annoying yeah um yeah that's good we got more than 40 minutes now so
1: (laughs) yeah yeah we could do uh, as long as we want nice
0: yeah sounds good yeah Uh, so uh how was how was your weekend uh let's see
1: um weekend was pretty good what did i do um i think I, I feel like i did something um i'm just trying to think of what it was um let's see friday came home
0: it wasn't that long ago <laughs>
1: <laughs> i know oh well no that's not it <laughs> Um, It doesn't sound
0: like you did anything to, uh,
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah, no, um, no, uh, I didn't, um, came home Friday and then, yeah, I think it's been a pretty mild, uh, weekend, um, yeah, yeah, just, uh, yeah, just relaxing and, um, you know, uh, looking forward to, uh, getting a summer break pretty soon and um enjoying the uh the weather it's been it's been pretty hot I think it's been even hotter uh, where you are
0: yeah it's like 97 degrees right now it's insane
1: yeah. yeah yeah I know
0: I don't even want to go outside
1: I know I just went for a walk outside and it was it was brutal I had to
0: yeah think. yeah I, uh yesterday oh so yesterday um I, right before the, the Celtics game, I was going to go to the store, and I uh, got my car, and my car wasn't starting, and um, no crank or anything. It was just click, 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 so um, I'm pretty positive I have a, a bad starter in my car, uh, which is weird because it just came out of nowhere. Like My car drives fine normally, and no signs of anything bad. And then all of a sudden just wouldn't start. Um, so, yeah, I was out there earlier and like sweating my ass off trying to figure it out. And uh, I'm not going, I'm, not, I'm just going to bring it to a shop. I'm not doing yeah. that. Yeah.
1: It's not, it's, it's not the uh, battery.
0: No. Um, I tried jumping it. Um, but. I just replaced the battery like a few months ago, so it shouldn't be the battery. And I tried jumping it, I still didn't, like I should have at least gotten a crank. Um, so I still got just the clicks. So that kind of like indicated that uh, it was the starter. Um, and there's not really much I can do to like test it. I mean, I, I could, I could put like a multimeter on the on the starter solenoid and uh see if there's continuity but um i don't have a multimeter so and i was just i was like going i was like gonna go buy one and stuff but i figured like that's most likely what it is and uh i don't know i I just figured i would just bring it to the shop and have them take care of it
1: yeah um yeah i've never had an issue with a starter before i don't even really know what a starter is
0: yeah, it, it's, it connects the uh, positive terminal from the battery. So like, if you look at your battery, there's a cable that runs from the positive terminal to the starter. And it pretty much is like, what, it, it's the starter motor, it starts your car. So it draws power from the battery. Um, And however, you know, it works in there, just, that's what gets you the crank. Um so yeah, so that's why it's kind of pointing toward the starter is because it's just clicking like that. Where yep. if it was like the battery, I would have at least gotten a crank even yeah. after, especially after uh jumping it. Yep. And having on the other car for a while, I would have I, I would have definitely gotten a crank. Um and there was no signs before that of anything else. So uh mom was like <laughs> She's like, well, does it have oil in it? And she's like asking me all these questions. I'm like, mom, like, you know, she's like getting upset with me because I don't. (laughs) Like the oil has nothing to do with it. If you know, so I'm just going to take it to the um, I guess Bruce knows a guy uh, down the road from us. So this week while I'm at work, he's going to have it towed there and they're going to take care of it so it's it'll cost like probably 500 to get it fixed just because the starter is pretty expensive yeah so which is fine um it was bound to happen eventually i guess with the subaru foresters um i didn't know this until after this happened because you know i just didn't really think of it but they only make their starter motors to last about forty thousand miles And my car has 70,000 miles on it. yeah. So it kind of makes sense um, if that is like the case. Um, And if that is the case, then I'm happy because it was at home in the, you know, where I parked. Yeah. So it happened when I was at home and not, you know, somewhere else. Like, so it was, I guess it is a good thing because it was bound to happen eventually. So I'm kind of glad that it happened now while my car was parked kind of in that situation
1: yeah yeah definitely um and uh are you gonna get like a, a ride to work
0: uh yeah um my coworker lives down the road so uh he's gonna take usually we ride my car um but he's gonna uh he's got a car that we can take so We're going to do that and then uh bruce is going to take my car to the the shop so it'll work out pretty good
1: nice um it's good to go to like the third party shops versus like the the big name shops i think i
0: agree um i think you just have to know who you're bringing it to though you know like uh the third party shops just because you know, if they're not like a big name, um, you know, um, I think you just gotta know and trust the person that. You're yeah,
1: yeah, you're right.
0: With the dealerships too, you know, you they're gonna try and take. I don't think they would scam you, as bad as like uh, you know, I, I think if you were to get scammed, I think it would be worse if you went to a third party, like if they were to scam you on something. but i think if you go to a dealership i think they i think every time they they consistently find the most expensive way to do whatever to fix your car yeah um because it's i think it's like the car especially the new cars it's like a requirement that they be taken to a dealership Yeah. you don't have to but that's that's how they make their money you know and um but I mean, this is stuff that a simple mechanic can do uh, with the right, you know, tools and the right shop and stuff. But it, you know, it, like someone like Joe, that's that would be a great person to take your car to. Yeah. Um, I wish I. I mean, I don't see why I couldn't, but I don't really want to bug him. Uh, it's probably, just, yeah. No, he. <laughs> I'm not gonna take my car to him these days. But you know, back in the day he would be the guy yeah yeah i mean and i'm i trust bruce i i know he knows the local most of the local people pretty well yep. um so um yeah so it'll it'll work out um i would rather him take it there to a guy that he trusts than take it to uh a dealership for sure
1: oh yeah um i took my car uh to midas Um, I used to always take it to Midas and like you said, the, the, the guy, the owner there was really nice and, um, he was never looking to rip me off or anything. Um, and so I really liked taking my car there and then all of a sudden that owner wasn't there anymore. And, um, I think it was like under new ownership and I brought my car there, um, for something relatively simple and, they were telling me about how there was all this rust underneath my car. Um, And it was just rust, like it was harmless. And they were telling me I had to spend like thousands of dollars to like fix all this stuff just because there was some rust (laughs) underneath the car. Um, So luckily we actually have a, we have a mechanic at our school who, who, you know, teaches uh, mechanics and um, you know, to, you know, for demonstrations for the students and stuff, they they take cars from teachers. So I I brought my car to him, and he was yeah. like, "Yeah, you just need this like a uh, two hundred dollar part that we can order, and it'll be fixed." And um, so you know, I I ended up only spending like two hundred dollars versus like two thousand dollars, which is wow. what Midas was trying to get me to spend. Um, so yeah it's really it's really who you know you just want you just want to find a good person that you trust yeah and um you know that's the main thing with cars they they, you know if it's some some of the people just try to seem to want to just take advantage of people that don't know anything about cars
0: yeah um that's how people are unfortunately you know i uh i don't get it you know you're you're gonna make money regardless um
1: yeah. Well, the, the, the thing is that if you're honest, then you'll keep that customer.
0: Right. You'll exactly. get
1: more business from them. You know, the
0: long run honesty always wins. You yeah. know, and at the end of the day, the honest, hard workers always, you know, come out on top. And yep. that's how it works. And the ones that don't do that, they're not in business very long. You know, and it's the same thing with the regular job too. I, I see it all the time in our industry. Like you can tell um, pretty easily, you know, who's motivated and who's not. And um, and the people who are just, you know, lie on their resumes, they say they know all this. And, and, and that's just so they can, you know, get a higher pay. That's all that is. So they can get, you know, more than what they deserve to be making um and then the long run that bites them in the ass because it you know they they get exposed for what they don't know yeah. um and then you know it just goes downhill from there and you know and then uh, yeah so that's just how it works and people are just you know they think like make as much money as you can and you know they don't. i, I guess they don't really think about like Uh, the future you know how that's going to affect them in the long run you know how that's going to affect their business and all that
1: yeah Yeah. and i see it with like um all sorts of businesses like just trying to you know trick you into Mm -hmm. spending money you know like with these even like with these uh these insurance companies and they're just like you know they They just want to trick you into, you know, buying their insurance, you know, um, without actually like providing good insurance, Um, you know, and it's, you know, it's definitely like a a short term. um, It's it's very nearsighted and it's, um, you know, probably not going to be good for the business um, in the long run, but I see it all the time on like commercials and things you know and it's like they're just they're just trying to to like trick you you know and it's like what what good is that if you trick the customer into buying your crappy product you're just gonna you know you're gonna get them to buy your product but then you're gonna lose that customer and they're probably gonna talk crap about you you know and you're gonna lose other potential customers so whenever whenever I see that like on tv I always like I always, I can't believe like, you know, these big companies sometimes stoop to these low levels.
0: Yeah, I know. I don't get it either. Um, i not sure why. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Well, maybe there's, maybe there's a, a lot of gullible people out there that'll, you know, take yeah. the bait. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's the thing too. You know, it's like, it's like catching fish. Um, you know, it's like, you can use the rubber worm, <laughs> and you know you're not gonna get the the wise fish because they know better than that. Um, yeah. but you're gonna get the ones that you know that I've never seen a fake worm before, so they don't know. they've never seen a hook. They don't know. So they go for it and you know that's the same thing. Yeah. 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 I, I came up with that analogy because I was fishing yesterday and I was actually <laughs> thinking that exact thing. Because well, I was using a rubber worm, and I was like, "Man, these fish are too smart for that." It was, I swear, <laughs> oh man, that was a whole other topic. Um, I went down there yesterday, and there were so many fish jumping. Yeah. Um, I threw the, I threw my line in. I had a rubber worm, and uh, as soon as I threw it in, a fish jumped, and I could see it swim probably like thirty feet. I saw the thing swim like you could see the ripples. Yeah. And then this thing was huge but I could feel it like nibbling on my, on the, on the worm a little bit. It just wasn't going for it. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah. I was like, nah, that's a rubber one. I, want, I don't want that. Yeah.
0: I want the real deal. Exactly. <laughs> I don't want that fake stuff.
1: You're going to catch me, <laughs> you know, at least give me yeah. some real food.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly.
1: Um, I still can't believe that fish we caught last year. That was huge. I know.
0: I know. <laughs> yeah. That was crazy. Um, it looks like it's pretty lively down there still though Uh, based off yesterday it was like every probably 15 seconds there was something jumping in various spots so definitely have to do some fishing down there this summer
1: yeah definitely um yeah it's always it's always fun to go down there and uh, do some fishing um maybe we can catch that big fish again maybe it, it grew even bigger since and that's what year. i'm
0: saying I, I was wondering if that was the same fish because the way it was went the way it, it was a big jump like a big splash kind of like not a normal size fish and just the way i could see it swimming like i could see the ripples you know from the like the width of it it, it was big and the length of it i could see like the whole outline of it based off the ripples and uh I was honestly kind of scared because i was like i don't know if i'm gonna be able to you know get this thing by myself i was by myself um but i was kind of thankful that i didn't catch it honestly <laughs> i don't know if I would have enjoyed taking it off the hook and everything
1: yeah um definitely la- it definitely needed both of us last year to catch that that's what i'm saying yeah for sure yeah um yeah it would definitely be fun to go back there and uh fishing again um yeah i can't believe summer's um already here um, I know it's uh it's nice um so do you uh <clears throat> you mentioned you went to a um a job interview a few weeks ago how did that go
0: oh so yeah i, I uh came to the conclusion that i'm just gonna stick with the job that i have right now um it seems like we're kind of moving in like a upward direction Yep. and with that with like uh um i don't know if i kind of mentioned it but like there was uh, a crew that left and uh so it kind of opens i guess some doors for for me and um so it, uh, it looks like they're kind of heading in the right direction. They just hired a couple guys, like a warehouse guy that we've been trying to get for a long time. Um, and then they, uh, I guess they gave us a budget of like $30,000. They just had like a big meeting. Like our, our managers had a meeting and, uh, with like this higher up guy. And um, I guess they're they trying to you know, see what they can do to keep us, you know, keep the workers here and like keep quality workers here. So, um, they gave us a budget, $30,000 and I guess some of it is going towards like a, a little like storage unit warehouse thing for me and Steve and, and, uh, in Connecticut. And it's kind of like working toward that direction that we were trying to work toward where like we would, me and him would be running our own thing in Connecticut. Um, so that's kind of like where, and plus we, I guess we just got our, uh, electrical permit to work in Connecticut because, um, in uh, Connecticut, an electrical permit is really hard to obtain, um, and I, I guess they've, that's what's been holding them back from a lot of jobs in Connecticut, so now that they have that, or now that they're in the process of obtaining it, it's going to be easier for them to get those jobs, so there's a few things that are kind of looking up, um, so I figured I would just stick it out for now and uh, um, it kind of, you know, with everything going on in the world, too, um, I just want to stay secured kind of where I'm at. It's a good, it, you know, I'm, I'm only like moving my way up here. So um, I'm just going to kind of keep seeing where it goes.
1: Awesome. Well, it's, it's yeah. good that you might have some like that you have things to look forward to with that job in terms of, you know, moving up or, you know, it's not just going to be like, you know the same old um so it's it's good if you you guys are moving into a positive direction yeah
0: yeah and i'll still have uh i can still and another thing i've been thinking too is like in in the meantime i can still do like some online classes and like there's still like programs i can do and i figured uh just keep furthering my education in this industry i guess and uh you know, cause there, there is like a lot of money to be made and, you know, I'm already making a pretty good amount. So um, if I get an education in something, you know, and keep working my way up, then I think, you know, with this industry, it's like, it's always going to be around, um, you know, and then I can always use my GI bill at a later time or whatever. So I think for now, I'm just going to do that.
1: Nice. And there's, Uh, there's a lot of um, colleges that offer online courses or there's even like completely online universities so you might have some options for that
0: that's what I was thinking too I guess I was talking to a few people uh because like COVID kind of created that online education um kind of opened the door for that um so yeah I'll probably take advantage of something like that might not be like a full degree but even just, like, a, get certified in something, you know, take a few classes and uh, something within my industry, uh, you know, it can only help me.
1: Yeah. Um, this GI Bill, does it have to be for college or could it be, like, for some other type of, like, training that you could use?
0: Yeah, so uh, I used a portion of it for the training I did for my job yep. uh, a couple years ago or if you, before I, when I was, when I did my training with the Airstreams, um, so I used, so yeah, you can, as long as the school, um, I'm not sure, I guess, uh, I'm not sure, I think there are, like, veteran, I'm sure there's, like, different veteran, um, Um, I don't know. Um, like programs that kind of gear toward veterans, maybe, you know, so that that allows them to use their GI Bill Yeah. because, yeah, cause it, yeah, it generally would be, have to be like a regular school. I think if that's what you mean, Yeah, like a regular college, but yeah. I, I'm sure there are like, uh, programs and stuff that would allow you to use it the gi bill but i'm not positive about that
1: yep cool
0: um
1: yeah so your job's um going all right right now
0: yeah it's going pretty well um we're doing these really easy builds which is kind of the reason like i i want to stay here um it's um Nice and easy. You know everything's um, everything's smooth. Everything's going really smooth with these with these builds. Um, it's like the dish builds. They're new. Uh, I guess they just came out with the wireless, and we, we actually built the first one in uh, Massachusetts. Um, wow. So yeah, so they're they're being worked on all around the country right now. Um, So we've been doing those in uh we're in like lower Mass, uh and like Springfield, Holyoke, uh Northampton areas like that, which is pretty close to uh me, like around forty five minutes, which I like. And they're and they're we're moving south, so it's like they're working their way into Connecticut, which is I guess why it's important that they just got their they're getting their uh, electrical permit. So that's going to allow us to keep doing these builds once we get to Connecticut. Um, and I told my boss like that I, I wanted to stay here, you know, cause I told him that I was thinking about other options and I told him, I want to stay here. Just keep us on these dish builds and keep me like somewhat local to home and, you know, keep allowing me to work my way up and I'll definitely stay here. You know? So I kind of like, I, I said, when I, the right things in that regard um and he he's willing to you know work with me and give me what i want you know because that's what the plan has been so as long as it keeps working toward that then i'm happy with it for sure
1: nice you're like um you're like lebron james and you kind of you, ha- you have some say in the franchise <laughs> maybe that's <laughs> where
0: i got it from
1: okay <laughs> like, yeah, i think we should get rid of this uh worker bring in this one um
0: yeah well i mean that's that's what i told him too i was like i want i want two green hands for me and steve you know i I want two green hands who don't have any experience and then you know we can train them the way we want and then we can get two more green hands and then you know then at that point we can split off Me and steve can run it or i can run a crew and then steve can run another crew um so that would be, like, perfect if it could work out like that. And that's kind of, like, what we're working toward. Nice. But, yeah, yeah, I guess it is kind of like that. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, hopefully you don't <laughs> do <laughs> too many of those. What was that thing when you were stuck up in the tower and then you screamed? Because you
0: were, <laughs> you were... Uh, what no, were, were you doing not... again? We were, uh, I think, the troubleshooting when we were up in New York and I had to be up there for like hours because we were waiting for the response from the, from the support teams. Um, Is that, yeah. And I started screaming because it was so cold and I was miserable, but um, yeah, we're not doing any more of those. I made that clear. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's good. Um, So what are these, what are these dishes exactly that you're doing?
0: So have you ever heard of dish like dish uh yeah direct ha- TV. They, 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 yeah like direct tv yeah um so they just came out with uh this wireless they're doing wireless now kind of like t-mobile at&t i guess they just bought a carrier um i don't know what carrier. i think it was a really small carrier i don't know what it was but they bought a carrier and so now they're doing all these builds all across the country and so it's it's a uh, we're just hanging it's just one antenna and and, uh, two radios so it's kind of like basic um so like to power it's just like it's two different technologies pretty much we're putting up um so it's like super basic um in terms of like what uh like the bandwidths um it's like different uh different frequencies that we put out and stuff and so the, the like T-Mobile and AT&T at this point is pretty complex with what they have in terms of like all the fibers and it's just ridiculous at this point, just how old they are, you know? Um, so with DISH, they're brand new. So it's just one antenna and the two radios and then a few jumpers and some fibers and it, it, that's it. So it's like super simple, um, but it's just like a normal cell site, just like T-Mobile. Just like it's just basic because they just started. Oh. Is this
1: okay. So this company's name is Dish?
0: Yeah. Um Dish Wireless.
1: Oh, and they're just like a phone company. There and there's no connection to the DirecTV company, right?
0: Uh I think I think there is a connection. It's the same owners, it's the same oh. dish, you know. Um they're just branching off and doing wireless now. But yeah, so, um, yeah. Okay,
1: and is it uh, 5G?
0: Um, I think it will be capable of 5G, but right now it's not 5G. Um, There's... yeah, there's no. It's not capable of 5G right now. I'm not really sure what it, what it is, what it really does, and what what it's capable of. Uh, I really don't know. I just know it's just like, um, I, I I really don't know much about it, to yep. be honest. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: cool. Um... Nice. Well, it's good. it's good you guys are working on those if they're not as stressful as the cell towers. Are they are they still like high in the well, air?
0: Yeah. No. So it's it's just like T-Mobile and AT&T. They're on the cell tower. So um, you know we might be below like T-Mobile or something. We're usually like below a different carrier. Um, so we'll go like ten feet below them, and then we'll we mount we put our new mount on like we pretty much build the whole thing you know the whole uh, structure of the uh, like the platform and then the handrail and stuff and then we put the antennas on um, and then like yeah and then we plug in all the all the fibers powers and stuff like that it's just like t-mobile um, but they don't have as many technologies yet
1: yeah um, so these cell towers does does each cell tower have like all the different carriers on it
0: uh different towers have you know different carriers one tower might have t-mobile and at&t on it another tower might just have t-mobile another tower might have every single carrier known to mankind on it okay Um, yeah and then i think uh Hey, can you hold on one second? Yeah. All right, I'm back.
1: It yeah. um, was literally a second.
0: <laughs> I know. Uh, well, someone was trying to call me. I had to like do a custom message thing. To call you later. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, one second. Yep. All right, I'm back. Um. So, what was I saying?
1: um Um, about the different uh
0: yeah so uh uh, like when we went out to uh see bill um a lot of those towers out there only had one carrier uh just because it was like less populated like a lot of like the so you're not going to see as many uh you're going to see towers but you're going to see them a lot more isolated and there's only going to be like one carrier yeah um so like around here you're going to see all different you're going to see maybe one carrier but most most of the time you'll see at least two or three uh like in the new england area
1: okay um and so one of these towers like mm -mm, how far does like a tower reach do you know
0: uh i don't know if i could tell i couldn't tell you i don't know Okay. uh i think i i've i got that information before but i don't remember no. Um uh,
1: yeah i'm not sure yeah and like <clears throat> what exactly is a cell tower like what does it do
0: <laughs> um well that you have like the antennas and the radios on them
1: okay so they're they're like Mm -hmm. they're um they're accepting signals and sending out signals
0: yeah exactly
1: okay okay cool nice Um, yeah
0: and each and each like radio has like a different uh frequency that it puts out um so like you have like different megahertz like one of them would be like 800 to or seven hundred to eight fifty, so that would be one technology. I don't know how that stuff works, but I just know it sends off that signal, and like that. So like the uh, we have them in each facing each direction to make a circle. So like three hundred and sixty degrees. So you would have one antenna facing uh in the direction of like from the range of zero to 90 degrees and then you would have your second one from 90 to like 180 and then you would have the third one from like 180 to 360. Um, so we point them in that exact direction that it calls for so it might be like 30 degrees, 90 degrees, 200 degrees. So we got to like put the tool on there and then we face it uh, to wherever that degree is and so it just sends the signal off in that direction. Nice, um,
1: yeah, that's cool um do you, do you think uh, cell power cell towers will be around for a long time?
0: I don't know um if like towers will be around for a long time, but the technology will if, um, you know the towers might be like modified into something into, uh, you know, so it's more climber friendly or maybe even brought lower to the ground. Uh, There's like some that say that it'll be like a telephone pole type thing. Um, I guess with, you know, like smaller bandwidths or whatever. makes it easier to penetrate surfaces so as it gets smaller and smaller and smaller
1: oh um, they can go lower
0: yeah so i guess that's pretty much uh hey
1: hey uh yeah i guess the 40 minute thing is back
0: yeah that's a.
1: Yeah, so there is an option to upgrade to uh, Pro. I am um, not sure what the price is, but
0: maybe that's something we
1: could uh, invest in.
0: Yeah, might have. You to. know, if, if we want to go big time, you know. Yeah, no. Gotta you got to spend money to make money.
1: Yeah, yeah. I guess I'll, I'll look into the to the price. and uh, yeah, that might be worth doing it, it is kind of annoying having the time limit yeah for sure yeah
0: let me know let me know what it is
1: um yeah yeah oh i will um all right so let's see you were talking about um the uh the future um of cell towers he said they're gonna have smaller waves so they can go through things so they can be lower right yes um
0: so that's one thing um i was also thinking like they they have towers that uh that um that like go up and down like elevator oh really um but i don't know how if they're they're not very common but that could be like a thing too kind of like a one of those scissor lift type things i don't know if you've ever seen them but they just they just go up and down um so tower engineering is actually something i'm thinking about too like as i work in this industry um future cell towers is pretty big uh for the you know the future i I would think i would assume um so
1: yeah um Yes, you said some have an elevator in them?
0: Yeah, some of them, so, like, especially the higher up, the higher, like, the thousand footers and up, they some of them do have elevators inside um, that take you up, like, you climb up, like, five hundred feet, and then from there it'll take you up an elevator. So they have those, and then, but I was more talking about, like, the whole tower is just, like, an elevator. But it's more, like, <clears throat> like it just starts on the ground, and then it, it can... Extend up, like you know what I'm saying, yeah.
1: Yeah, it seems like that would make sense to put an elevator in that tower if you can.
0: Yeah, I would, it would be nice,
1: <laughs> it'd make your it job a lot easier.
0: Yeah, well, they don't really put like us in the consideration when they build these.
1: No, they'd be like, ah, seminal climate,
0: yeah. Well, it's, it's weird because, you know, the um, <clears throat> they're going to keep getting upgraded and <clears throat> the industry is starving for workers because nobody wants to climb. So at some point, they're going to have to do something, um, I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, um, you know, that is... That is definitely a job that's I can see. It makes sense that it's high in demand. Um, So it's it's cool that you're able to do it, Um, and I'm sure a lot of cell phone users appreciate the uh, the work that you guys put into
0: them. All all the people of Dish Wireless, I'm sure they really appreciate me.
1: (laughs) 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 Yeah. yeah, that's int- it'll be interesting to see um, how the cell towers progress. Um, you know, I, like the wind the wind farms or the, the wind things, I think those have st- stairs inside that you can climb up to the top of them.
0: Yeah, um, they have, I think it's just a ladder on the or inside. Or a ladder, yeah. Yeah, which some towers do have ladders on the insides too, some cell okay. towers all towers are you know different types of towers are different yeah uh, but um but yeah i mean the towers that i work on are just you know the tall towers that, and at some point you know you keep adding all these technologies on and all these carriers and it's like you run out of room so i don't know what they're gonna do you know eventually when all this stuff is up there so, they're going to have to either have, you know, they're going to have to have more workers to come and take the old technologies down, which is a problem right now because they uh, print uh, Sprint and T Mobile merged a couple of years ago. And so now they have all this dish or um, Sprint stuff that's still up. So, they need people to go around and take all the old Sprint stuff off. And so, there's like a lot of work to be done on the towers. Hmm.
1: Yeah, we should just go back to the old um, the old phones that, you know, just with the wires. You know, you know. I would like that, yeah. Uh, <laughs> just the regular telephones.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't mind that at all.
1: I, I'm sure people would get behind that, you know, switching from cell phones to house phones.
0: You think so? Why not? No. no <laughs> I, don't, I don't think anyone would. No. maybe like maybe old people like the older generations probably yeah. Would.
1: <laughs> yeah um or you could get like a um maybe you could give people like a some type of stipend or something if they don't have a cell phone um but um it's definitely it's such an interesting uh field um because of How quickly it changes, you know, um, in terms of going from one G to another G and um, also with. um... Sorry. It's all good. (laughs) The Internet went out. (laughs) Must be one of those cell towers not set up correctly.
0: Yeah, that was my fault.
1: Uh, um. So. Um. So yeah. Uh, I used to play this game. Um. I don't know if you ever heard of it. It's called uh, Sim City Build It.
0: Yeah. SimCity. You ever play it? Sims, like the Sims. Yeah.
1: But yeah. Yeah. You like build a city. Yeah. Did you play it?
0: Um. I, I, yeah. I played. I think I played it uh I had it I had an app downloaded on my phone like a while ago I was playing a lot it was I think that was it but I would yeah pretty much you build a city
1: yeah um so I, I got pretty into that game and uh so basically like you said you build a city and the better your city the more people that come and you're supposed to provide stuff like schools and hospitals and, uh, recreation stuff and parks and things like that. And, um, you know, the, the more, uh, advanced your city gets, you start getting like uh better technology and stuff like that. And eventually I got to the point where like, I had like, like drones flying around and, um, Stuff like that. I forget exactly what they were for, maybe for security purposes or whatever, but there was like, as technology, as the city developed and technology got better, I could add like newer and newer things to the city. And uh, that kind of reminds me of what you guys are doing with your, your cell towers. As the technology gets better, you guys are going to, you know, make the cell towers, um, I guess, better and better.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean... We'll see what it, what it looks like in the future. Um, um, yeah, definitely, there's definitely a good career in it for me. I mean, I'm already pretty good at it. So, um, and I like, it's more like the building that I enjoy. Like, uh, um, that's why I like that like maybe the tower engineering might be a good fit. Um, just like knowing how everything is built and knowing why things are built a certain way on the tower. You know, there's so many different factors that go into it, um, you know, you got like, you want to make sure you have, you know, uh, antennas placed in the right spot um, for, you know, weight distribution and all that, you know, affects the structure of the tower. And then you got wind, you know, hitting the antennas, you know, so that you got to like put that into play. And there's just so many different like, things you got to account for. And then, you know, making the towers more climber-friendly, I think, needs to happen. Um, Otherwise, we're going to be struggling for workers, you know, quality workers. And if we don't have quality workers in one of the most important industries, then, you know, that could be a bad thing. Yeah. Um, So. Yeah. You guys
1: guys should hire
0: uh, Spider-Man. I I think about that every day almost. Like I, It would be so nice to be Spider-Man right now. <laughs> I wouldn't have to do anything. Literally, I can just climb up the tower real quick. And then whatever we need sent up, I can just spin my web down, pull it up. Um, <laughs> <but> I wish.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it um, yeah, would be nice to, to be Spider-Man for that job. Yeah, Um, i'm sure eventually he'll you know apply for a position
0: yeah i mean it would be a perfect job for him (laughs) if he ever retires from you know being a superhero yeah
1: well yeah it gets hard as you get older so to do that
0: yeah yeah definitely yeah
1: yeah well it's um do you think uh the wind towers is something you still might want to do someday
0: yeah maybe um possibly i'm not really thinking about it much now but yeah it's something that would be cool to cool to get into um that stuff is awesome too uh i forget the i think one one uh one wind turbine can i don't know like what the size but like it can generate power for i think it's like a thousand homes wow. um something like that but we we did a part of my airstreams class was was wind um so i learned a little bit about it like uh the generators that they use um there's like a giant generator at the bottom and that pretty much powers the whole thing. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, it would be a cool industry to get into. I guess with that industry, there's a lot more traveling though. It's the only thing.
1: Oh yeah. That makes sense.
0: Yeah. Um, but who knows, maybe in the future, there'll, there'll be more wind turbines. Um, you know, yeah,
1: yeah, cool. Um, did you see the game yesterday?
0: Yeah, I did. Yeah, um, that was upsetting. Yeah, uh, was a, it was yeah. a weird game, it was a weird game. Yeah, it's, it's been a weird playoffs, honestly. Um, I'm not sure, you know, I, I, I don't even bother with like the pregame stuff, like predictions, there's no, you can't predict. You can't predict in these playoffs. It's like whatever you think is going to happen, the complete opposite. (laughs) Yeah. And, um, you know, it seems like home court does not play a factor at all. Yeah. Uh, It seems like players are playing, they're feeding off of energy, you know, uh, from, um, it seems really competitive which is pretty cool uh i like that but uh but yeah that game last night that was it's frustrating um with how good Jalen brown is yep um it's like sometimes he doesn't know how to dribble or pass or do the easiest things
1: (laughs) but then i'll make amazing plays
0: but then he does he makes a fadeaway step back (laughs) three-pointer yeah It's weird. And same thing with Tatum. He, I got nervous every time he went to pass the ball.
1: I know he made some bad passes yesterday.
0: Bad, like really bad. Yeah. He,
1: he threw one right to a heat player at the end of the game.
0: Yeah. There was a, he had at least three of them where he threw it. Just, he telegraphed it perfectly. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Uh, it's like, it's like, it's a mental thing. I think, you know, um, I don't know what it is. It seems like one, you know, every other game, he's a different player. Um, but the, he are, you know, they are playing him pretty well. Um, kind of like how they did with Durant. So, you know, them playing that physical with him, it definitely plays, it has an effect. So it seems like though um, that they've been able to make adjustments so, I don't know. It's it's really weird. I thought going into the series and with the start of Game One, they looked like they were gonna sweep them like with yeah. Ease, yeah. easily. Yeah, and then they had that third quarter in Game One, and it was like, all right, it was just a one quarter. You know, it was a it was clearly just a fluke. Um, and then Game Two, it was like, yeah, that was it was definitely a fluke you know clearly they are the better team so now they're going to finish the series and then it's like what no and they're and then they they're, they play like a total
1: yeah um yeah it's uh you're right you can't predict anything that's happening with these series um i agree i thought they were going to handled the heat relatively easily Um, even after game two I was like okay they're the better team Um, and I thought they would win last night easily
0: yeah and
1: uh, all of a sudden they're they're down by 25 in the (laughs) second quarter it's like what what is going on and it's kind of strange to be honest like I don't I don't I get the competitiveness but I don't get like the blowouts like like these games aren't even close And, you know, it's I don't I don't get how I don't even get how something like the third quarter in game one can even happen. Like, a you know, these like 20 to two runs and they can't even bring the ball up the court after like playing much better in the first half. Um, It's a bit odd. Um, And it's it's kind of like the buck series a little bit there was some you know there were some big runs and stuff in the buck series um and you also have all these injuries in this series with players going in and out which is changing things um so yeah i mean i i don't have i don't i have no idea what to expect from game
0: to game yeah i don't know and it was like even when the game started It was just like this feeling like, you know, something, you know, it's not going to go the way I think, you know, I just knew it. Um, And then they started and it was just, they just looked disastrous. Like, and they made a great comeback, but how do you let that, how do you, how do you let a team do that to you? And they're not, the Heat aren't that good, I don't think. Um, they have a great coach and they have a couple great players, but I don't think they're that good. And, uh, you know, all their turnovers are really careless. It seems like most of them, um, they, they miss wide open layups. Um, Jalen Brown can't shoot free throws. There's a lot of small things that build up, you know, uh, just like, and then Jalen Brown just like dribbling off his foot or dribbling off of someone else's foot, falling, losing the ball, uh, bad passes. It's like, it's like they're the complete opposite team. It's like, a, it's like watching a high school team in that third quarter. That was literally like that. I didn't even want to watch that. Like, it was just, <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: and Last night um the Heat had like over 20 steals and the
0: Celtics had two
1: steals. Like, how does that happen?
0: I don't know. I was I was shocked when I saw that too. Yeah, that was crazy. That, I don't know. Um and you're right about Jalen Brown.
1: So my question with Jalen Brown, because he's he's been not dribbling well the entire playoffs has he always been a bad dribbler or is this new because I'm just noticing it like now in the playoffs
0: no he has never been this bad if anything he was always great at getting to the basket and creating his own shot from what I remembered I don't ever remember being like yo Jalen Brown can't dribble I don't ever remember (laughs) saying that and now it's like every every possession he either makes a crazy shot or he turns the ball over and more often than not i mean from what it seems like i know he only in in perspective he really only had i think like seven turnovers and like only that's being generous like that's a lot of turnovers but it seemed like he had like 20 um yeah yeah and and Marcus smart too he he makes these amazing plays but then he just throws the ball away too sometimes. Yeah. Um, Grant Williams does the same thing sometimes. Yeah.
1: Even even Al Horford sometimes. Yeah, throws and the ball away.
0: I think, but I mean, it, it starts with Jalen Brown and Tatum. Yeah, <clears throat> um, they have the ball the most, and yep. if your best players are just turning the ball over like that, it's not going to go low for the rest of the team either, because you know. And it, and it's the same. This like I was getting frustrated with like watching Tatum. Like he has the worst body language. Um, yeah, he does. And I, I think his teammates pick up on that. And I think that just that once Tatum starts getting upset about like missed calls, it's yep. just downhill. And the rest of the team starts picking up on it too. And like then Grant Williams is like screaming at the ref. And yeah, you know, and it's just uh, I think. Tatum and Brown just, you know, they need to figure something out. Brown just needs to, I don't know. It's weird. Um, Maybe it could be an injury related with his hip, like a hamstring. Like like when he goes to like explode. Um, Yeah. He's got a
1: hamstring thing, right?
0: Yeah. So maybe when he's going to drive to the basket and he, he doesn't quite have that explosiveness that he normally has. Yeah. and that allows the def- defender to, you know, uh, kind of react and kind of um, see what he's going to do. So that probably does have a play in it because, yeah, I don't, I don't remember Brown ever being uh, that careless—not careless, but um, that bad of a ball handler. And, uh, and Tatum, I don't know what's wrong with him. I think he's in his own own head or something um, yeah. because you know as great as he is you know great players don't they just don't do that you know they just don't like turn the ball over like that um you know uh but i i liked the comeback you know i like that they i like that they didn't get completely blown out because it shows that you know they they are capable of you know being beating them and it's just like those those quarters, you know, they lose. And I think they came back the second quarter. I think they outscored them in the second quarter. So if you take away that first quarter, then the Celtics win that game. And it's the same thing with the third quarter in game one. So it's like they get one or, you know, these bad quarters. They got to stop having that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they did. So they lost the first quarter yesterday, 39 to 18. And they they won or tied every other quarter.
0: Right. Yeah. So (laughs) the same thing with game one, they won every single quarter except that quarter. And then they won every single quarter in game two. You know, and it's like in those quarters, they look like the best team in the world. They don't look it looks like no one can beat them. And then I don't know what happens. I, I think it's like they get too relaxed or something they maybe they you know they it's like an overly confident thing where like they they feel like they're on top because they seem to do really well when they need to you know down three to two against the bucks they seem to do really well in those situations but when you're you know tied going back home and you can really take advantage and and you know go up in the series. They don't take advantage of that. It's like they just wait until they have to face that adversity, and then they excel. And yeah, I, <laughs> like I think that's where. But that's how they've been since uh, Tatum and Brown were, you know, rookies. They've always been like that. It's like they've always waited until they're the underdog, you know, and then all of a sudden, once people are you know, saying they're not the best anymore. That's when they started doing better. So it could be, it could be a confidence thing where it makes sense. You know, they're, they're going into that game after game two, going home, you know, home court. I'm sure there's like something inside of all of them. That's like, all right, we're up, you know, we did what we had to do in Miami. Now we're back home. Like we're good. I'm sure there's definitely some relaxation in there, you know? And then it's like, that's what it looked like in that first quarter, though. You know, it looked like they just, they were too relaxed. And by by the time that they started catching up, it was just too late.
1: Yeah. And, um, yeah, you're right. Um, so, th- and you're right. They they have literally only lost two quarters this whole series. Yeah. <laughs> Three games, they've lost two quarters. And they're down two to one. <laughs> oh. That's almost mathematically impossible.
0: <laughs> it's that's infuriating and it's like the same yeah it's a similar thing that happened against the bucks um they should have swept them in all honesty
1: they they um, definitely could have won six of those seven games
0: they definitely maybe uh, i think it was game one that was more of a blowout but all the other games they should have won um yeah. and the same with this series every game they should have won and it's like it's, it's frustrating that like to be like investing your time and watching them thinking that they're, you know, (laughs) going to be, they just, they, you know, they, they look like they're the best team sometimes. And so, you know, kind of gets you pumped up and then they're horrible. They're like, it's embarrassing to watch them. (laughs) I I know. I get secondhand embarrassment from like rooting for them in the first place. <laughs> and then I'm yeah. back on the bandwagon again because they're, you know, that's that's when they prefer that's when they perform their best, is when yeah. everybody's pissed at them for first. <laughs> <time>. <laughs> it's vicious like cycle, you know. It's like, all right, maybe we should just hate them and you know, start <laughs> going to the games and booing them, you know. Maybe they'll <laughs> maybe they'll, they'll respond to that better.
1: Yeah. Um so what do you what do you think about Tyce starting yesterday because obviously Rob, Rob Williams didn't play but like the, the the worst part of the game really was the first quarter and yeah. I I kind of questioned starting Tyson Horford in the in, in that game
0: I was shocked uh, I guess his um Ime may maybe was thinking like grant and Horford kind of like being kind of swapping each other out. And then, I don't know. I mean, I like the rotation with Horford and Grant Williams when Robert Williams isn't playing. I don't see what was wrong with that.
1: Yeah. Um, I think, I think Tice can spell Horford, but I don't think Tyson Horford should be playing together.
0: No. I think, yeah, I think you're right. I think Horford and Tice should be, you know, swapping minutes. I think Horford should be getting the majority of the minutes, and then, you know, whenever yeah. Horford break, bring in Tice. Yeah, and yeah, I don't. I was shocked. I knew Robert Williams wasn't playing, but I didn't. I thought Grant Williams was going to be starting. So yeah, it was that threw up a red flag for sure. When I saw Tice in the starting lineup, I was like, I
1: yeah, he's. I feel like he's better suited as a center, um, Tice. Uh, just because like he, you know, if he gets switched onto like a Jimmy Butler or something, he just, he can't guard those players. Um, and he, and on offense, he doesn't really stretch the floor. He kind of does, but he's not that great of a three point shooter. Um, so yeah, I, I say if, if Rob Williams can't play, I would just start Grant
0: Williams. Yeah. Yeah. They can't just, uh, they can't let the heat just come out like that, you know? And yeah. Uh, yeah, Tice is meant for a specific role, and if he's not playing that role, then he is not effective at all. No, and he... that was... Yeah. Go ahead. I was going to say, like, that's that's why I was kind of on board with, like, Tice playing was because he was playing his role. You know, he was playing a role that kind of, like, it makes him glow. You know, it, it brings out his his strengths. Whereas, like like, you said, like, trying to play the four, um it's not where I, I don't think he's gotten off many shots if any
1: no um, and he's he's not going to get off shots when he's playing the four because he's going to be guarded by like a wing player
0: yeah Jimmy and Obama, like that. he's going
1: to yeah. get shots if he's playing the five like if he's playing like a bam you know he might get an open three but if Jimmy Butler's guarding him he's not going to get any, any shots off
0: yeah yeah you're right and and um Grant Williams uh I, I, I definitely like that matchup, you know, him go, going up against a Jimmy Butler than Daniel Tice. So yeah, that definitely is a weird, weird starting lineup, uh, especially against the heat
1: yeah. where they
0: kind of play that small ball type thing. Um, that's very strange. Yeah. I don't, I questioned that too. I questioned that when I saw it, I was like, really is Grant up? I thought Grant wasn't <laughs> either. was either. It's like like, we're missing Robert Williams and Grant Williams now. Yeah.
1: yeah. There's no, there's no point in starting Tice and having him play 10 minutes and having Grant Williams come off the bench and have him play 39 minutes.
0: No, not <laughs> like it's, just,
1: it's just pointless.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, that, that could have been the game changer right there.
1: Yeah. Totally. Um, How about about Marcus Smart yesterday, coming back from that injury?
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I I
1: thought he was. I thought he was done for the year when I saw
0: that. I was like, he this is done. (laughs) I I thought he was done. Yeah, I was. When I saw, they showed him like uh, they showed him like running back and forth in the in like the in the back room or whatever. I was like, no way. Yeah. What? I thought (laughs) I was so like depressed. Like I was like. Man, like, I hope he's like okay for next year too. Like, he could have really, Jeez, yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. like his career could be over, and then two minutes later, he's running back and forth. <laughs> I'm like, all right, and did you
1: Did you see his foot on that play?
0: Yeah, it looked like he really heard it. <laughs>
1: it, was like, it was like a 90 degree angle.
0: Yeah, I, I know, and I like, oh, it didn't look good, and the way he was screaming, um, yeah. I was like, a guy doesn't scream like that if he's not in pain, you know? Yeah. Um, so I thought for sure, same with you. I thought that his season was done and possibly, like, run into next season. That's what I was thinking. And then all of a sudden, I, he, they show him, I'm like, oh, shit, all right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was, man, he's he's definitely, like, the heart and soul of this team.
0: Oh, absolutely. And they, uh, he came out and he, he hit a three. You did, um, I, and uh, it looked like that was going to spark a run, but I think they they fell back to like 15, and then uh, yeah. But I, I'm just glad that Smart is okay. Um, that's a good thing going into the next game. Is we'll have Smart. Oh, yep. I mean, as as of right now, it looks like. Um, and then, is there an update on Rob Williams or?
1: Um... I think it's. I'm assuming it's the same stuff that was happening against the Bucks, where it's just sore, yeah, and they're being cautious. So it wouldn't surprise me if he plays Game Four, Um, but I think they should be fine as long as Smart's okay. Um,
0: I I agree.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean in this because the only big that miami has is bam so you can at least without rob you can at least almost always have horford out there um if not you could have tice but it's not like you need a bunch of bigs in this series
0: no um no and you could like watch the game yesterday and it was clear like even if rob williams was in the game i don't think he would have made a difference Um, Yeah.
1: Although Bam was really good.
0: Yeah. He, he definitely could have uh, slowed down Bam a little bit. Uh, That probably could have made a difference, but um, with that first quarter run, though, I think that was, I mean, that wasn't even with Rob Williams, that would have happened. And, uh, and I think that first quarter run was what killed him. So as long as they can just not let that happen and not turn the ball over, I, you know, I think they can get by without Rob. It's yeah. Like you said, it's a, my, or yeah, they're not really a big team to begin with and bam, I don't think he's going to do that every game. And if he does, then good on him. Yeah. So um, yeah, I, I I say, I think they'll be all right. I think that first quarter was, I hate to make predictions and say, I don't, I really don't know, but I do think, that first quarter was it you know it's it shouldn't happen pretty much so but i wouldn't be surprised if it kept happening at the same time yeah
1: um yeah i think they should be fine um they need to obviously avoid those disaster quarters um i think if smart's healthy they'll be fine i think they're definitely the more talented team um if, if they're relatively healthy. Um, so, you know, in really this, this series, just like the buck series is just about adjustments, you know, and they need to, you know, um, adjust to, you know, when Miami's playing that, you know, type of defense where they're getting steals. I mean, 20, 20 plus steals in a game when you're only getting two, like, and it was it was the same type of stuff that was happening quarter three of game one. They were they just kept stealing the ball from them. It's the same thing. Yeah, yep. yeah. So it's that. I mean, it's that. That's really the main thing that Miami's doing is they're they're coming up with these spurts mm-hmm. where they just kept keep stealing the ball. <laughs> and that's exactly what it is. Yeah. So they need to make that adjustment, and they're the best. I mean, they're the best, the Celtics are the best defensive team, but their offense is also really good too. That's why I think Marcus smart. It's so important to have him out there Mm -hmm. to hopefully help to not turn the ball over, Um, you know, and um, because they don't have any great ball handler on their team, Um, you know, and that's what the Bucks tried to do. They tried to pressure them when they were bringing the ball up the court and it, it was relatively effective at times. so, you know, if they adjust to that, I think they're the better team, um, especially if Smart's healthy. Um, you know, Tatum you – know, Tatum had a bad game in the Buck series, didn't he? Or he had a game early on, I think, where he didn't shoot well.
0: Uh, I think game one he played really bad in this series. Um, or maybe <clears> – <throat> I think he ended up playing pretty well, like, toward the end of the game. But, yeah, there was a game at some point where he played really bad
1: yeah um yeah so you know the the bucks series was kind of strange. this series is kind of strange, but you know i th- I think they it's definitely still a winnable series for them yeah. um, I think game four tomorrow is really important to even the series um I expect them to um and then they're gonna have to win two out of three. they're gonna have to win at least one in Miami, which is definitely doable they already blew him out once in miami um and we'll see what happens with butler butler's Butler didn't play the second half yesterday but from what i've heard he's going to be ready to go for
0: game uh game four yeah yeah i figured that but yeah no uh, we'll see we'll see how it unfolds but yeah i expect the celtics to make the adjustments that they need to it seems like they've done that pretty much every time they lose like that so um but who knows um yeah so i don't know we'll we'll see
1: yeah we'll see um yeah it'll be it'll be fun to watch